Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good morning, Tam Tam. What are we doing? I've never experienced anything like this. What is happening? Oh my God. We're like in an alternate universe right now with our podcast. Coronavirus (laughs) lockdown podcast from home situation right now. We are broadcasting from our houses. I know. From our little spaces in our houses. I know, which is so amazing because it makes (laughs) me realize that the world and we as a human race are so adaptable. Mm -hmm. The world pretty much ended two weeks ago (laughs) and we all tried to figure our shit out. I mean, I don't know if I'm doing it well, but we're trying to figure it out. I wish my husband and my child were as adaptable. Oh my yeah. God. I'm like hearing the knocking on the yeah. door. Hello. Like opening crack, crack little feet. I'm like, mama's recording. I know. And you said that you have a lawnmower person. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which happens every time my daughter sleeps mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. I'm like, I say to them, please don't come from 10 to 11. So they come at like 11.05. So there's no <laughs> sweet spot. So if we get her down a little late, then, you know, all of a sudden I was like, Ee! and you're so angry when you have a new baby that you you actually become someone that you didn't even know was a, was even available to you. Do you know what I mean? Like if someone knocks on the door when your baby's sleeping, <laughs> I just say like, the baby's fucking sleeping. And the poor person is like, I don't even know you. Like who? what is wrong with you? Take a chill pill. But it's, <laughs> it's so hard to keep those emotions down when your kid's sleeping. Yeah, it, because you put so much uh, effort into getting yes. them down. Yes. It's like mama just needs like a whole bottle of wine now yeah. if, if the kid gets up again, you know? know. Forget it. It's like when you spill breast milk. Oh. And it's like oh. all hell breaks loose. I mean. I knew I had to stop breastfeeding when I spilt three ounces of breast milk that took me two hours to pump. And I had a full 
end of the world meltdown, send her to the crazy asylum. And I knew at that moment that I'd had enough. I was like, I think I'm done. I think, yeah. I think the fact that I won't literally want to murder my husband and run away from home and check into an insane <laughs> asylum means I'm done breastfeeding. Like, I think it's over. <laughs> totally. Well, at least it was you that did it. My husband left breast milk out. Like I remember one night oh, I would he die. left a whole full thing of breast milk no. out on the counter and I woke up <laughs> and I was like, I went fucking ape shit oh, yeah. on him. I, I was like, kill him. Kill him. Kill him. He's like, what? It's just breast milk. I'm like, oh. So talking about killing your husband, how has it been during <laughs> coronavirus? The quarantine. Have of you wanted to kill your husband? Um, yeah. I pretty <laughs> much by day two, we yeah. were like at each other's throats because it's like we are not used to being around no, each other. No, the two of you are in. not. No way. No, no, no. And I, you know what? When we first moved to Los Angeles from New York, we both both worked from home. Yeah. And I remember it was <laughs> not a good recipe for us because literally, it's like we just need to like have that time apart. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard too because you've also got the kids at home, so yeah, it's like. Homeschooling and I have a baby, you now have a new puppy, which is a whole different subject for another time. But I feel like it's it's weird because when we were told that we're going on lockdown, I actually Mm -hmm. the introvert in me, (laughs) you know this, for an entire (laughs) week, it was the best week of my life. Honestly, I was like, I get to see people. I get to be with my husband. I totally have codependency issues. I get to be with my kids. I get to like have sex. It's so great. And then I realized that that not having connection with people. There's, I'm listening to Brene Brown, Dare to Lead, which I keep sending to you as you I have know, to oh my download God, I have it. I to do it. I'm doing she it. Says we're I'm going to put the Tiger yes, King down please. and I'm going to do Brene please, Brown. Please, Brene Brown. <laughs> and she says we're new, like we're neuro, our neurobiology is to connect with other people and have community. And when we don't have that, even though we think we're doing it virtually and in some way we do have a little bit of that connection. So thank God for, for technology, but because we're not touching and being around people, like it's a problem and like isolation isn't healthy and it's not healthy for our mental state. So it's just been a very interesting human experiment. I think the last two weeks about like what, forces people to break. And when you're alone with yourself and your own thoughts, who are you? And I think there's a lot of mental like dirt that is coming to the surface for sure. Yes. It forces you to look into yourself Mm -hmm. and to look at your partner and be like, okay, these are, this is what's happening. Like mm-hmm. you can't run away from it. There's nowhere There's to go. To avoid. <laughs> you know me. I'm always like, oh good. I can go oh, yeah. here and go to an event. Yeah. I go out. Like but you can't avoid anything. I literally, Tamman, it's so hard for me because I'm like, I have to like confront the issues. I know we're going to, we're going to have to do therapy at some point. I'm like, just, just deal because it literally, like, you can't, you have nowhere to run. So for like, for us, the first week, literally, we had cocktail hour at like four o'clock every so day. Nice. We're like, so romantic. We're just going to get, right, yeah. romantic. We're going to get drunk. Get Why yes, not? yes. Why not? Get drunk, not have to really deal with your problems. Yeah, of course. And then we soon found out after a week of like doing that straight that we're like, hmm, we're not being as productive as we should right. be. We're a little hungover. Yeah. And don't so, feel great. And then stuck with each other. <laughs> yes. And then stuck with each other. And then I'm like, Ugh, I hate you even know, more now. I know. Yes. And so it's like, you just feel, you know, it's like, okay. Then like the second week we're like, okay, that sort of like wore off again. Right. So we were like, we're going to like, you know, really focus more on work and like mm-hmm. do like the whole thing. And then the homeschool kicked in and it's like all day long, you know? 
nonstop. And now we're ear- ending the like this the end of the second week of quarantine. And I'm ready for cocktail hour again, I gotta yeah, say. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll be honest, this second week for me, I lost mm-hmm. it. And I think a lot, and I had to realize, because I haven't done this in a very long time. I actually I actually snapped a little bit, not on my children. Thank goodness. It's never with my children. And that's why I'm like, I, I do praise myself for that. Cause I don't actually yell at my kids, but I snapped with Sean and it's been a long time. And then I felt so guilty because my perfectionism is like, you can't just, you can't just be stuck with someone and then just lose it. You know, it's not fair on them, but I felt like the second week for me, it was just more, the homeschooling was so great in the beginning, but then it just, she didn't want to pay attention. Like it just got really difficult for her and it got difficult for me. And then I felt like I was getting heightened and it's not, I'm not designed to know how to be a teacher. And the patience that they have for that is so massive to be able to do that with kids all day. Like people don't realize if you don't have kids, that people who do have kids, they're sitting down with their children from nine till three teaching them math and English. And it's difficult, you know, it's not an easy thing. And I feel like my PMS was just so intense and I was just irritable and I was like aggressive. And I didn't feel like I, I took it out on my husband because he was the only person there. Yeah. No, I, you know what? And sometimes you have to, so, because you're human and it comes you're like, out. It's okay. Me, like, it's okay. <laughs> I do Only Roxy would say that. Yeah. <laughs> Because I do it too. No, because just you know, it's like they're the only person there, like physically, like adult, like they're the only person you can really like talk to them about it. And if it's like, if it it gets overwhelming too, I think like you're saying, like the patience you have to have to teach children is beyond like Mother Teresa. You know, it's like literally sitting there every and I and I have to say, like there were times during this week when I was homeschooling that I snapped at my daughter and I was like, oh, can't you just you know she wasn't writing fast enough or like fast thing, isn't it? Right. Because you feel like you just want it to hurry up because you have things to do. So like Phoenix wrote, I said write animal and she wrote an a N O. And I was like, that does not spell animal. Okay. That's a N O. That is not animal. And she was like, Oh my gosh, why are you being so mean? And then I was like, I need to step away. Like I need a break as well. Again, because we are not designed to be stuck in a house teaching children and cooking and working and being a wife. And it's difficult. You know what? The other's side of it is so much worse, like actually getting coronavirus. So I can't even imagine the families going through that. And that is a whole different level of pain and sadness, but it's hard for the people at home as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's really hard. And it's like, just, I don't know how, I mean, we, uh, we will get through it and it, we, it will pass, but I got to tell you thinking three, four months into the yeah. future and still being on the same like schedule is really fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Like to think about and like just the patience it's going to take, because you know what, like in the end we're changing our whole lives oh, for yeah. this, you know, it's like, we're putting our, what we want to do like on the back burner in some ways. Cause yeah. our kids are our priority, you know, like they have to get the homeschooling yeah. and you know, and what, what do you do? What frustrates me is, uh-huh. I think if we, there was this quote that said, you know, if, if everyone stopped everything for 14 days, this would be over. 
Because you would know who has it. You'd be able to isolate them. You'd be able to give them treatment and then it would be over. It wouldn't keep, they say it's like a two to three contact rate. So like if the flu is a 1.5, so every person who gets the flu, 1.5 people get it from that person who has the flu. With coronavirus is two to three people per one person. And that's why it's exploding like it is. And it's if everyone just stopped, stayed inside, thought about other people for 14 days, this would be done. But because we are innately, all of us, and I am too, in some ways, not with this situation, but selfish, and we want to do what we want to do because we want to do it. We don't want to listen to people that we think that are controlling us. Then we end up in the situation because we put ourselves in a situation why this is lasting for two, three, four months is because we can't just listen for 14 days. You know, it's like, no, it's our freedom and we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And you can't take that away from us. So it's like, okay, then we're going to, this will continue. Yeah. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. And until like everybody does their part, we're going to be in this situation. That's, I think people like almost cut their nose off to spite their face because they don't see the fact that if we don't do everybody do this now, it's going to be way worse for all of us oh, yeah. later. We're all, this is going to go on and on and on. So it's like, just sack it up yep. and deal with it. And what scares me the most, yeah. and I saw this video and I couldn't send it to you guys because I was like, you have to be really careful of people's mental state because people send me things and sometimes I'm not in the right place and it does really affect me. So I had to be careful with the trigger warning. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to send it. But it's this hospital in Spain and it's not even in the ICU unit. And there's 30 to 40 people in these beds and they have oxygen bags over their head zipped up and they're breathing like like this and they're they're not in their 80s some are in their 40s some are in their 50s some are in their 60s there was one like as young in the 30s and they cannot breathe and the voiceover the reporter was saying that their lungs have so much congestion that they're trying to level out like what's happening in their lungs with, with the oxygen level in the environment. So they're giving them all this extra oxygen into their head bags. It's not even a ventilator anymore. They said, this is not even the ICU. And then they pan out to uh, the waiting room and there are 30 people lying on the floor, like gasping for air. And the thing is, we're not seeing some of these images. So we're like, you know what? We can go hiking. Like we're, it might not be six feet away. It might be three feet away, but we'll be fine. We're washing our hands. But I don't think, look, I don't believe in mass hysteria and fear, but I think we need to know the ramifications of this and how, how it's a, it's a massive emergency. Yeah. People don't, you know what? Cause the peak hasn't happened here yet in the States. And so people are like, Oh, you know, we've heard about what goes on mm-hmm. like a little bit here and there, but until the reality sets in, in about like a week or two and it gets real bad, I feel like people aren't going to like, they're not going to take it seriously. Right. You know, you know, what is an interesting thing I heard today on the radio was that I think Reuters did a survey of men and women and they're saying yes. that men mm-hmm. are not taking it seriously mm-hmm. like women are. And maybe that's one of the reasons why men are dying more than women are from this. Oh, they're saying they're not taking it as seriously. Yes. They're not, taking, they're not as washing their hands as much. Right. They don't think it's as much of a threat. So I'm wondering if that is also contributing to the fact that more men are dying from this disease than women. Or women are just cooler, <laughs> yeah. better, stronger, faster. To be here. Yeah. <laughs> smarter. No, it's funny <laughs> because things. when this went down, I actually 
you know, I complain about my husband a lot, but I was really proud. I feel like he's been prepared for this his whole life. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you really, you really find out who your husband is in time right. like this. Right. And we've had right. a friend that even said like, you know, her husband went out to get groceries and came back with like a normal amount of groceries just for like a couple of days. And she's like, so now in three days, you're going to have to go out again. She's so like, how about a can of beans? Yeah. So my husband did not do the crazy thing where like he's stockpiling so much that people were like, this is insane. But he had enough supplies for us for a couple of weeks. And he had our garage all set up because we have a baby. So we have to be careful to like be going out for formula every three days. So we had enough formula for two weeks, enough toilet paper, probably for three, three weeks. He had enough like, and it's funny because he had heard that when you get this, what you need is electrolytes. So he had enough Pedialyte. He had enough, well, we haven't used it. Um, Gatorade. He had enough like those types of things that if something happened, we would be okay. And it's just funny because I, I, in the time I was like, you're being so crazy. Like this like stockpile down in our garage. But now that we're two weeks in, we've almost used everything and we had to go. Yeah, it's crazy because we've got four people and three dogs. Like that is a lot of supplies. But like, I felt like he was ready for it. He was even like, I can, I can light a fire. <laughs> like he's from, he's from Missouri and he's like, I can fend people off. Like I got it, you know? And I was like, it's good. You know, I was, I was proud that he really had uh-huh. us prepared. What was David like? So David is funny because, you know, he's an events producer. Mm-hmm. So he sort of prepared, he's a very big planner. Mm-hmm. So before this whole thing went down, like he is that guy. I remember, okay, so the, taking it way back when we first got married, we, I went on my first girl's trip with my girlfriends. He bought me a rape whistle and pepper spray. He's like, if you're out and for some reason you get separated from the group and rape there's some whistle. strange girls, that's what I'm here. Yeah, no, like, he like that is so thing. romantic. I think, yeah. I think I want to yeah. go out with you again. Right. And then like an extra battery charger. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So you're clearly like a For a my planner. vibrator. <laughs> Charge my vibrator. Thanks, David. <laughs> but it's funny because he's such a planner. So like before this whole thing started, he planned for like the big earthquake. So he yeah, got yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a trunk and like put, you know, supplies in. So for this, he went a little bananas. Like we have like toilet paper. You could come over and have a toilet paper party with that. For uh, come, you know, yeah. come on over. <laughs> it's like, we got plenty of toilet well, we paper might to wipe your ass. We might need some of <laughs> yeah. your toilet paper. Sorry. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of cans of beans. I know. I'm like, no one's gonna eat that much fucking beans. And Sean's like, well, beggars can't be choosers. I'm like. <laughs> They're not shutting the stores. That would be, people would die. Like they can't do that. No, no. We've got so many beans and fucking lentil soup. I'm like, what am I going to do with lentil soup? Everyone's going to be farting. Like there's a stir suck my cans again. (laughs) That's probably why we've all been farting is because all the beans, I swear. That's why the toilet paper comes in handy. They're like that. You're going to be shitting all day long, you know? And it's funny because Lennon her new thing is to put toilet paper down the drain, which is so not like, it's really bad timing. You know what I mean? You know, when they're like wanting to put things in the toilet, she wants to put toilet paper in the toilet, which is just not opportune right now. You're like, no, we need that. You're like, save that square. Take my phone. Take my phone. Take my, my wallet. Don't take the toilet paper. Oh my God. And then of course we have enough alcohol to last us into next year. So again, when you want to have a drink, come on over. If you want to shit and drink with Roxy, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, she has yeah. supplies. <laughs> we can do it through the window since yeah. we're social distancing. We yeah, all like yeah. wave to you. 
Goodbye. I'm actually proud of you though, because I did not think you'd survive. Right? Oh my God, Tamin. It has been so hard for me. You're a social butterfly. Like this hasn't been that different of a version of my life. I'm like, I didn't get to go to dinner and I didn't get to do my podcast, but I guess I am. But I'm pretty much, this is pretty much it. This is as good as it gets. You're like, great. So I really don't have to go to events now. And I still, like last night we had a party, a virtual party. And it was so wonderful, and I didn't have to leave. So here's the thing: once this ends, we're never going to get you out again because you're no, like, I can. Like, just I know do I can do a vir- yeah, I can do a virtual <laughs> party. I will say that my appearance is slowly dis- like disintegrating, degrading. What's the word? Disintegrating. I can't. What's a mumbrain? De- it's just. It's just going away. away. Yeah. yeah it's just, I, I, I mean, just not. I just don't care. I just don't care. It's no. not that I don't care. I just don't look in the mirror. I'm not depressed. No. I'm just like, what's the point? That does sound like depression. <laughs> um, I'm like, why get out of bed? Why? No, I do get out of bed. But I don't really – like this is the first time I put on clothes. Like real clothes, for two, right? Yeah, like I put on sweats and like workout yeah. clothes, which my workout too, in the beginning I'm like, go for it all these like online – I was doing two onlines a day. I was like, you know what? My summer body is going to be amazing. It's going to be post-quarantine summer abs. And I got so into it and I was doing dance parties and I was actually seeing a difference and I was hiking and then the hike near me, which it should have because I was – I thought no one's going to be there and there was so many people because Almer said, you know what? You can go hiking. So everyone's like, genius idea. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go hiking anymore. And so now I'm just not working out and I feel like everything's just – Everything I worked for, I spent a year trying to get into the post postpartum body back, mm-hmm. you know? And now I feel yeah. like this – I put on – it's the Corona 15. Well, also the Corona <laughs> – yes, totally like the freshman 15. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because there's so much food in the house, all you do is eat. I just eat even when just I'm – Just for fun. Not even just hungry and I'm like, yeah. what should I do? Eat. I should eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm not, the thing is with parents, it's not like I don't, like I actually think it's better to be a parent than not in this situation, even though I'm like, I would love all that free time because mm. look at what I could achieve because you don't actually have time to think about the days. Like people were like, oh, mm. this week went so long. This week went so fast because I have not sat down in seven days. Like I haven't sat down. Like at nighttime I sit down, then it's the next day. So I think yeah. being a parent, you're so busy, but you're so fucking bored as well. <laughs> You're busy and bored. You know, it's funny too, because it's almost like, it's like we're going back a little bit, a little ways. And I I give so much, first of all, I give so much props to stay at home moms that, oh my God, they are incredible. Incredible. Like you stay at home moms out there. You guys are like my my hero because the patience that, and the, the hard work. Oh my God. There's so much, there's so much. But it's almost like, you know, we're going back in time a little bit because now I'm cooking three meals a oh, day. Oh, I know. I'm cleaning I made everything. Biscotti. I, I made biscotti, Roxy. Biscotti. No, you did not. Yeah. Stop. That's Stop. how much I'm like, well, I've made zucchini bread and chicken soup. So now what? <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'll make biscotti from scratch. It takes three hours. <gasps> Probably even longer than that. Oh, my God. You literally are going to be like a Stepford wife by the end of this. I don't need to eat biscotti. <laughs> Do you understand that? <laughs> Why so am I eating your- biscotti? I've never eaten biscotti before. <laughs> and I'm like, now like I made it. And you good. make it and you're like, oh, we should make cookies. And then you eat all the fucking cookies. Uh-huh. That's the problem. Hot cookies that come out of the oven. Forget Every day it. it's, it's like, good. cookie, co- let's make some brownies today. So oh. I'm like eating 16 brownies. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's so true. The packet always says like serve 16. I'm like, oh. You're like, or one of me. I'm like, 16, you sure doesn't mean four? (laughs) 100%. Okay, so what are your like coping strategies with this? Well, this week has been, again, I... Another story, and I'll tell you later, uh-huh. but I thought I was pregnant because my period was so late. So I was in PMS for a good nine days. Oh, God. So I, I normally Which, have PMS for like a good four days, but mm-hmm. I was four to five days late. Yeah. And then I was like, do I get Sean out to go get a pregnancy test? And that's so weird because I don't want him to get coronavirus and get a pregnancy test. Anyway, I'll tell you that story some other time because <laughs> you're like, are you pregnant? <laughs> what am I doing to cope? This week was not a good week, but exercise uh-huh. is vital for me, yes. even if you walk outside, do a live yoga. There, there's like so many, um, this, uh, my great yoga teacher, Andrea Markham, she does free lives. Uh, Orange Theory does free stuff. Mm-hmm. Training Mate, if you're a part of it, they, they're they putting everything online. I was actually kind of miffed and pissed off that everything went online so fast because I wish I'd had a couple of weeks of like, no one was available. You know what I mean? And like nothing was happening. No excuse. Yeah, yeah. Now everything's like, everything's online and your meditation's online and your work's uh-huh. online. I'm like, fuck. I just wish like for a couple of weeks, like nothing was happening. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, uh-huh. I feel like I have to work out because I'm like, this is online. So l- online for sure. Taking mini breaks away from your mm-hmm. kids. I go for drives a lot just for 20 minutes, just drive mm-hmm. and come back. That's like, helps my sanity. Eating well. If you don't eat well, like for me, I just get aggressive and moody and depressed. I've mm-hmm. had no, not that I've really suffered depression, but I've had no depression during this. Like nothing, no, right. I've not felt down. I felt sad, totally mm-hmm. different to depression. Very sad about the situation we're in. Um, anxiety has been pretty good. And it's because I'm eating really well and exercising. Mm-hmm. I mean, this week again was a shit fight, but what about you? So for me, I've noticed, and I guess I really didn't take the time to stop and really understand this before. Fresh air has oh, really, really- yes been a game changer for me and sunshine, mm-hmm. sunlight, like for like this past weekend, um, my family and I, we just drove out, out, out. We just drove, 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 drove far, far out, found this little place in the boonies. Tell me where it is. <laughs> my sacred place. I'll tell you offline, <laughs> but it was going to know about it now. <laughs> it's a, this far place in the boonies that we just got out of the car and just started walking. There was not a soul out. I mean, yeah. it was like Ugh. wide open spaces, it's kind of amazing. Grass, yeah, amazing. And we just literally, my husband picked up a stick and a rock and he goes, oh and he yeah, I used to play baseball. <laughs> and he's so amazing. And he's like, hey, honey, um, look at me build a fire right now. Yeah, right. Dark. <laughs> but he literally just picked up a stick and a rock and he's like, Brady, you want to learn how to play baseball? And he like threw the rock in the air and like hit the stick. Just things like that, picking something off, off the ground, like little, the simplest things, yes. but like things that we don't ever take the time no. to do. Um, you know, when we're normally plugged in and going everywhere yeah. and doing everything. So fresh air, sunshine, um, also exercise for me. I do a lot of Pilates cause mm-hmm. I have a bad back. Mm-hmm. Um, so Windsor chose a Pilates does a, a live every day. Right. Of like great Pilates. Just so share some up. information maybe with people too. Yes. On Facebook. Yes. Yes, um, yes. Yes. Some links and stuff yeah. where people can go. Instagram. Um, Yes. And I do think we're going to be resuming um, cocktail hour again today. So that'll be helpful. A little rosé. <laughs> I still haven't drank in three months. I can't believe three months. Girl, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? I just don't want to drink. And then the next day I know what affects me. And then I'm quarantined. <laughs> Nowhere to go. And I'm like with my husband and with my kids. And I don't like 
for me, I like feeling good and I like drinking. I just don't like the next day drinking. Yeah. And so it's really hard for me because I do enjoy a glass of wine, Mm -hmm. but even a glass of wine the next day, I feel off. I don't know what it is. I just don't feel good. I feel a little dizzy. Mm -hmm. I feel a little shaky. I think it's probably just Mm -hmm. the histamine. There's so much histamine in wine and I always have Mm -hmm. such bad allergies, but then vodka, it just seems too heavy for me. So I don't know. You're looking at me like, "Mm." um, I know I will get (laughs) back to drinking. I just, I've liked this time off and I think it's good every now and then to see what you're like without it because I enjoy myself without it. And I have to be careful too, because my husband and I are really getting into such a good place. And I know when I drink, it can go either way. When I drink, it can be like, oh my God, you're the love of my life. I love you so much. You're everything to me. Or it can go like, you know, fuck you. Like, you know, we're stuck in quarantine and we are having issues, whatever. Yeah. So I feel like it could go either way. And I just, I want to be accountable for what I say without having other things murking that water. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, no, it definitely yeah. does. But I think I do have the drink for you. <laughs> I do. It's a little tequila rocks. Oh, yeah. Twist of lime or twist of orange. I'll be like, where's the a- dance pole? <laughs> yeah. Talking this is dance what I need. Have you had sex? <gasps> oh, dance up on the pole. Have you, had sex? Well, I am you have not had currently- quarantine sex yet? Well, I've been on my period. It's Four just now coming quarantine? off. No, no. It's been I'm like a two it's- week period, David. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Well, the I first week. It works like that. The first week we were too drunk. And then the second week I had my period. So now I'm coming off of that. So I think week three will be the week. Do you have sex on your period? I'm uh, Roxy, I'm not, put a fucking no. towel down. Black towel down and giddy up. Giddy up. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. I wait on my period. Do you, you love to have sex. You would have your sex period. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Any day, any time. Yeah. I mean, I, so- I like it on my period for sure. I think a lot of women oh. do. They just feel um, embarrassed. Feel sensitive? Okay, they feel yeah, embarrassed yeah. by it. And so if you're with mm. a guy who's not embarrassed by it, I think it's great. It's also great for period pain. Um, if you mm. suffer a lot of cramps, uh, orgasm and sex is great for that. It's also good to get your period if you're late. Um, contractions really help. It's actually good when you're pregnant. It's good for so many, so many things, Roxy. So many it's things. good to actually go into labor. It's good for your mental state. You increases your dopamine and serotonin. It's good for uh-huh. connection between people and actually mm-hmm. like having a deeper connection. Um, it's good for your health and immune system, corona. So guys, have more sex, have boost more your sex. immune system. But you know, obviously, don't have sex with people that are not in your quarantine. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Only quarantine people. Um, um, yeah. So it's funny. David doesn't like to have period sex, but he likes to have sex oh. with me. And then the period starts and he's like, I did that. Oh, it's like, he's, it's kinda, like, yeah, he's like proud of himself. I did that. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Did you bleed? It's like, okay, <laughs> David, enough. He's like, I've got such a strong penis. Huh, why doesn't he like <laughs> period sex? I think he thinks it's too messy. He's just like, why? it's a lot of blood. Do, do you think he can shut his eyes? I think he could shut his, but he also likes to like get in there a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Uh so I think he thinks it's like a little messy. So I just, (laughs) a little messy Yeah, A little red, you know, a little blood. Well, then just shut his eyes and don't think about it. I'll be like, here's a blindfold game, David. It's really, (laughs) I feel bad for you more because an orgasm on your period is very sensitive. It is. No, I know. I remember. It's like yeah. sensitive I remember in your. 20 years I, remember. Ago. 
<laughs> I remember. I remember that one guy. Yes, yes, I remember. I used, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely, have, you know what, it's better to, like, he'll do it more if it's, like, in the shower, too. Because you can wash it. Hmm. I've yeah. never had a guy who's not been, in, like, not been, I think guys are more into it than we think. Yeah, you think so? Except David. <laughs> I know. He's like, yeah. so messy. I mean, it's not like, it's not like, it's, I don't know if it's, either of our favorites, although I kind of do enjoy it. Um, But it's just never just been an issue. It's just been like, oh, whatever. But after my period is what I was trying to say, because you're like, oh, you like it all the time. After my period and I, there's this great uh, book called, what's it called? Um, My Flow, I think it's, Mm. yeah, My Flow, F-L-O. And it's such a good book about, there's four levels of your cycle. It's the menstrual phase, then the follicle phase, then the ovulation phase, and then the luteal phase. So each phase has different things that go on and it's, it affects you sexually. It affects you emotionally. It affects your food cravings. It affects what like you need like for your life. Like for example, when you menstruate, you shouldn't exercise. It's really bad to exercise because the blood is supposed to be flowing out and you're supposed to be cleansing your body and putting any extra strain is really bad for your actual period. And tampons are, I actually don't use tampons because the blood is meant to come out and tampons really, are kind of the antithesis of what your body's meant to expel. Like it's kind of. So what do you use? I just use a pad. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, but does it get like. I don't, I mean, it's not like a. Uncomfortable or, yeah, you or know. Like, I, I want to try the cup or something. I know yeah. those think pants or something like that. Um, yeah. So that's when you're not supposed to exercise. But after the follicle phase, you're supposed to eat like salads. And that's a great time when everything is really new and fresh. So if you want to start a new skill or if you want to do a new exercise class or start a new business, you should do it in that follicle phase, which is seven days mm. after your period. And then it's ovulation. And ovulation is all about being very driven and sexual. And you are, when you walk in, you remember sometimes when you walk into a party, you just feel like you're on. Yes, that yes. is normally when you're ovulating, when you walk in and everyone wants uh, to like talk to you and you look your yeah. best and you feel really pretty and yeah. sexy and you want to have sex. You can get, ag- I get aggressive. So you can get aggressive. And that's a lot of the times when, uh, um, partners fight around ovulation, oh, which is okay. weird. Cause I'm like, if God designed us, you'd think that we'd be super nice because we want to have babies. Like, yeah, we shouldn't be an asshole. Um, And then it's the luteal phase and the luteal phase is when you get PMS. So that's when you really need to like do like more meditation and yoga and Pilates, things that ground you and eat more grounding foods like rice and beans and hearty soups and stews. That's just before your period. That's to help PMS. But it's like this, it's so interesting to learn like it's very so I don't like to book meetings when I'm just before my period because I'm just off, you know, right. and I'm like aggressive right. and I need to be like grounded and I need to be like meditating. So there's there's a science to it. And where's the best what's the best time for cocktails? Funnily, they say don't drink, but when you do drink, uh-huh. it should be when you're ovulating. Like it doesn't affect you as negatively. You should not drink before you get your period. That is when you get highly emotional. Those are the fights that you have with your partner that seem like you don't even know why you're fighting. That's when you hate yourself and your your self-esteem is like super low. And then you drink and you're like, you know, that that drunk where you're just like, I hate who I am. That's (laughs) that happens just before your period. Okay. okay. But ovulation so is great. That's when you're like agmatic and you're like connecting with your partner. So like if you're drinking yeah. and you're ovulating with David, you'll totally get laid. Ah, you totally <laughs> have a baby. <laughs> so no, I'm really into it. I'm into learning about it. 
Yeah, it's interesting. You just don't, like, you don't think, like, unless you know, you know, you don't know about that stuff. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. I love it. So what's on the docket for this weekend, Miss Tam? Well, in quarantine... um, (laughs) Is it Groundhog Day? (laughs) It's a little Groundhog Day, but it's spring break, which is kind of sad for our kids because I think, you know, it's, you know... Although she's having a great time. So, you know, as long as we keep our kids entertained and happy, they think it's fine. Um, but what we're going to do is I'll probably just go for a drive, like you said. And I we're actually going through the house, which is great. Oh, Like okay. going through everyone's room and getting shit like thrown out. A garage is like a two-person garage with stuff in it. <laughs> so getting rid of that. So what are you guys going to do? I think, you know what? Now that you're saying that, because I've been putting it off, putting it off, I'm going to start my closet in week three, week three of quarantine. It so desperately needs to be organized and like cleaned out. I'm going to start there because for me too, I don't know if like anyone else out there is like this or if you're like this, Tam, but like if I think of all the things I have to do at once, I get so overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. I don't do them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm not going to do it because there's too much to do. But I think if I start slow, Mm -hmm. yes, one rack, like on one side of the closet. Yeah, that's what I do. Just Just one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe just do shoes. Mm -hmm. Maybe just do, you know, and start slow and do it that way. I think I'll have a much higher success rate. I'm hoping, you know, and just do things like that. And like little tweaks here and there, you know, and well, I know I told you a little bit about this, but we have a puppy. (laughs) We have a rescue puppy, which we love, but why not add a puppy to the mix? Why not add a puppy to the fact that you are overwhelmed and homeschooling your child and (laughs) want to get shit done? Why don't we add a child? Another child. Why don't we add a newborn to the mix um, and have to wake up every two hours to let it out to go to the bathroom? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm actually really happy for you because it means that you'll be super more understanding about my situation. <laughs> like get your shit together, Tam. They'll okay, be like, I get um, it now. <laughs> now you understand. Now you understand. I'm like, where's that REM sleep? Oh now you yeah. Understand. That was before never the happens. puppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never I'm happens. glad. I'm super glad. I mean, I woke up yesterday, Tamman, like a shell of myself. I was like, I'm so tired. Welcome <laughs> to having a new child. Newborn. You've just forgotten. You've had a total amnesia lobotomy after oh right. You're like, she's five and you totally yeah. fucking forget all of yeah. it. And you're like, why can't this mother get her shit together and be on time? And I'm like, she literally before this podcast shat up her spine. And I was like, that's why I'm late all the time. <laughs> it's like damn shit up the spine. <laughs> if someone could not shit on me just before I do a meeting, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was so funny. It came, the puppy too this week came as sort of a surprise. Like we had been kind of talking about it, yeah. but like nothing had been like sealed. Like we had not sealed the deal. And we saw this puppy. It's a rescue pup. Mm-hmm. It was rescued from the desert in a shelter, a high kill shelter here in California. And, um, my husband went to go look at it and he's like, okay, I'm going to go look at it. I'll check it out and see. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. He FaceTimed us from the meeting because of course we, I stayed home with my daughter because of the coronavirus. We didn't all go. Yeah. Um, he wore a mask and everything. So he went there, but he just fell in love with the pup. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And so here we are. Here we are. Day three, day three. You're and insane. she's, She's a big dog. She's a She's German a huge shepherd. dog. <laughs> so her shits are going to be massive. Massive. So I'm going to be scooping poop for the next, you know, oh, don't worry. foreseeable future. No, and then the minute I always say to my husband, the minute we stop sh- like dealing with shit, then he's going to be in a diaper. <laughs> and I'm going to wipe his butt. And then he said to me, well, I'm just going to poop a little more for you. I was like, great. 
great. So my life You're is like, literally thanks, just thanks. mired in shit for the rest shit. of my life, pretty much. Yeah, it's scooping shit, scooping shit. But guys, if you're going to have a dog now is, or a cat or you're going to rescue an animal, now is a good time to do it because you're at home and adopt, don't shop. Yes. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask you, so Phoenix is getting a bunny. <gasps> I say that again. Phoenix is getting a bunny. That is not okay. my decision. Sean was like... Yeah, she was like, can I get a bunny? And Sean's like, if you're good. And now she's been so good that we can't not get her a bunny. Ugh, we have yeah. to. Now you have to do it because then you'll be a liar to. if you don't, you know? I, oh, I know. When no one wants to be a liar. <laughs> um, so we're getting her a lopped ear bunny. And I don't, I just can't even deal. Can so it be whatever. A, can it be a rescue? Can there be yes, rescue bunnies? I don't know a lot bunnies. about this. I'm going to help you find it. I'm going to help you Please, find it. Okay. find a rescue bunny rescue for me. Bunny. It has to be a lopped ear and it has to be brown with white spots. So good luck. Okay, okay. <laughs> So particular. Very particular. <laughs> and it's so how funny. About, how about just a cute like, furry one? <laughs> no, no. It has to be lopped ear bunny. I didn't even know about this. And so when I go on my computer uh, and I look at my history, it's like bunny, white and black bunny, striped bunny, brown bunny, bunny cage, bunny house. What do you feed a bunny? I'm like, oh my God. At least it's not like anything like salacious. Right. <laughs> well, you're, like, bunny stuff. you're like, I swear I'm not into bestiality. <laughs> I swear. It's no. Well, nope. Tam, 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 it's time for me to get my quarantini on. on. That, no. Yeah, quarantini yes. Tam. Quarantini, I like that. We're going to call our new martinis quarantinis. Yes, yes. We we should quarantinis. have a, a signature drink of the week. And you know what? To be serious, to take it serious okay. for a beat, we are so lucky that we are not sick and everyone just needs to keep safe and vigilant and be careful. And also think about other people Mm -hmm. who, you know, I, I hope the messaging is getting out there that you can have this virus and not know that you have it and you can be making people sick by touching them or being around them, Mm -hmm. um, that ultimately could kill them. I mean, this is, this is what these doctors and nurses are and hospitals are up against. Please stay home. This is not a holiday. It's not a joke. It's something that is vital for us to get rid of this horrific thing that is going around. Like, please stay home and think about other people as well. Um, I mean, we are, you are, and then we can have some fucking fun again, you know, yeah. and just let's not lose any more lives. Too many lives are being lost. Like, let's stop it. People are not seeing, they're not seeing the forest for the trees, you know, it's like, no, look at the big two picture. Weeks. It's the big picture. I you mean, can do that. It this. would be two weeks if we just all stopped. But, yeah, but and you know what? Something positive is climate change mm-hmm. and thinking about how little pollution is now being mm-hmm. emitted. And there is a lot of positive um, aspects of what we're going through and the connections with our family. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about that beautiful story where David was teaching her like soccer, I remember just smelling in the first week Lennon's hair. Mm -hmm. I haven't done that in so long because I'm so busy and I'm just never present, you know? So there's so many beautiful things coming out of this experience. It's horrible in many ways, but I think it's brought us together as as humanity together, you know? just, but socially distanced right. <laughs> together, but not too together, yeah. not, not too close together. No, together, six feet together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even know what six feet was until like recently. I'm like, no, that's not six feet. Like I've become the expert on six feet. I'm like, I'm sorry. That is five and three quarters feet. That is not six feet. I know what six feet is. <laughs> totally. No, it's, yeah. you're right. It's like, we just have to like take this time and we have to make the best of it. Like yeah. as hard, you know, and it's just like, go back to the basics even like 
go outside, take a walk, pick up a flower, like just, you know, just do the basic things. I mean, and And it's okay to be with yourself. If you don't have people at home as lonely as it can be, it's also okay to go in and just figure your stuff out Mm -hmm. and read and watch good shows and listen to women on top. Listen, listen to, to women, women on, on top, top and listen to podcasts yes. and write your next essay or films. Like if you want to, people are like, I want to be a director. I don't know how. Pick up your iPhone and do something around your house or write a screenplay or, you know, in a way I I do wish that the quarantine had happened before kids because <laughs> yeah. I think I would have achieved so much. <laughs> right. um, but if also if you don't achieve, don't put pressure on yourself and give yourself grace yeah. too. This is also a very confusing time. So yeah. give yourself a break. It. Give yourself a break. Just take the break. break. Take it. Slow down. And have a quarantini. Yes. Have a quarantini. Have a little <laughs> not, naughty, naughty, you know, little naughty, naughty time too, maybe. You're going to have sex tonight. I guess. Oh yeah, baby. It's happening. <laughs> I will too. I'll text you after. Okay. Text you. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. <laughs> I think last time I literally had sex and t- like three minutes later, I was like, guess what? And you're like, well, I was like, I just had sex. <laughs> totally. You're like, I'm on my romantic getaway up north. And yeah. Just, and I just told you all the details. Like, Sean's like, can you go? Can you go? And he's like, can you just hold me for a second? <sighs> hold me now. Hold me now. Oh. Okay, Roxy Soxy. Well, we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go. And uh, people keep up with us on social media. Yes. 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 Women yes. on Top Official on Instagram and Women on Top Podcast. Yes. On- <laughs> I always get it wrong. Facebook. Yes. We need to really do things without Facebook. Yes. Yes. We could do some lives too. Get some people yeah. interested. We should do and some And send lives. questions and yeah. all that fun stuff. We know how many of you watch, li- list, why well, I always say watch, listen. And again, there's quite a lot of you, but you're not commenting. So comment. Don't be strangers. Yes. Don't be strangers. There's a lot of you listening. Comments so we go to the top of iTunes, you know, rate, subscribe, yes. comments, give it to and us. We can come see you. Yeah. When the quarantine is over. If it ever. Yeah. <laughs> or we can just be socially distanced forever. Either way, we're oh, still here. kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can you keep so going? bad. I'm like, I'm having a fine time. Okay, Roxy Soxy, my kid's about to go do a virtual play date. So I, go. <laughs> I need my quarantine. Let's get this going, girl. Okay, well, okay. I love you and I we love will speak too. soon. Yes, and we are women on top. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.